guys and welcome back to my newest episode of my podcast. I'm here again with Yasmin and we are going to talk about the topic drive. So Yasmin, do you think the people of cults are a tribe, a community or something completely different? I think we are a community to some extent. I feel like when we're here, it's like we're entering a small village mm -hmm. because you see people on the hallway, for example, and you know who they are, you know their faces. No one's com completely stranger to you. So you could also say that the cult is like a family. Everyone's taking care of everyone. No one's judging you. They are here for you and you just feel welcomed and if you if you have any issues or problems there's always someone to talk to actually like i really liked your comparison with the small village because i also see it like this because here it's such a small building and also you can see into the rooms because we have glass walls so you see everyone you know everyone so I really like that comparison, it's really creative. It's really transparent here as well, as yeah. you mentioned the glass walls. You can see what's going on here, the cult spirit, the lectures, everyone's having fun, also being sometimes stressed out if they're working on really important projects. But overall I would say everyone's having fun, like if you if you go to events, it's, it's like you go there with, with your friends and part of your family you attend the event and everyone's having fun i also agree with you on that the cults people are more likely a community or a family i don't see the university as a tribe here so i just think that since we are that close to each other it is really a family so i really agree with you on that point sometimes have the feeling that people can become lonely or isolated when they are studying at cults? I would say yes. So in my personal experience, for example, in the beginning of the bachelor's program, I was quite shy. And then there are people who are quite outgoing, extroverted, and they are asking you, for example, if you want to go party. And since I don't really live here, it's really bad for me to drive home at night and also I was really scared and too shy so I always said no and then you're kind of like out of the group so there are small groups building within for example your study program and if they're asking you once they're not going to ask you twice and for me it was right in the beginning when I was like too shy to actually participate in something they immediately kind of kicked me out of their group and in some cases it can be quite isolating so, for example, I also don't drink alcohol and then when people are like, hey, we're going to go and drink somewhere, do you want to join us? And I'm like, um, I don't really drink, but I can still come. Then they're making fun of you for that and they don't want to have you around them because then if you're not drunk, you're not fun. So I think that in some cases you really feel lonely and isolated here. So for me, it was really bad and also, for example, I had different interests. And when I was, for example, talking about music and stuff, nobody was really listening to me. So they were all just talking about partying. And I can't really participate in a, a discussion about that. 
So I always feel, felt left out in that, which kind of sounds weird right now saying that. But in my bachelor's program, I felt quite lonely with all the people because I didn't know where I fit in. I didn't know which people I could talk to. And when I tried to talk to them, I was like not in their group. I was not a member of it. So they didn't really care about me. They didn't value me. So it was just like they were looking at you, judging you. And then it was a completely like the topic was just done for them. You're not relevant for them. So yeah. I can totally agree with you on that because for me, it all said during the orientation week when there was one night where we would do the bar hopping. So moving from bar to bar, uh, getting different kinds of alcoholic drinks, um, shots. And also when uh, we moved around town and at each station we had to do a task and also we got shots. And we were like the only people that didn't do shots because we don't drink alcohol. And I completely felt left out because of that. And I don't know why people do that or students do that, but I feel like there's group pressure. And I don't know why you would make fun of someone just because he doesn't want to drink alcohol. There's no, no really good explanation for that because it's, it's just my, my own opinion and I don't really need alcohol to be fun. So adding to that, um, since I'm not living in Karlsruhe, I'm living outside, as you do as well. For me, I didn't really attend the orientation week like that much. So in the evening, I left, for example, and all those bar hopping stuff didn't really, wasn't really like important to me. I just went out with my best friend at the time, and we were just like going to coffee shops and talking and stuff. But also, I kind of missed out there. But when I was talking to people, I was like, um, I don't really feel comfortable doing that. They were just like, well, why not? Just go like, grab an apartment here, go to a hotel. It doesn't really matter. You have to live here. I was like, no, I can't live here. I have to drive like some miles to get here. But also I don't drink. And since I was that shy, I didn't really know what to do. So everyone judged me for not living in Karlsruhe. So I missed out on stuff because I have I had to leave for like going home. And you know, like as a woman in the evening, it's really, really bad. You're scared when it's dark. And when I was like, well, I'm scared, I can't do that. They were just laughing because they are all living here near the university. So for them, it wasn't an issue, but for me, it was, for example. So on the first day of the master's program, what I could see is that the cards actually takes into consideration that you might feel homesick when you're, for example, an exchange student or coming from another country. And they say, if you feel homesick, don't be too shy to ask for help, talk to other people, maybe also talk to a psychologist, get help. Um, because if you just try to isolate yourself and only talk to the people at home in your home country that you know you isolate yourself even more and maybe you can't really um, adapt to the to the culture you're in right now and other people might help you or tell you what you can do to to feel better i was also in some situations for example when i was with um, different students who were in an argument or discussion or talk or whatever with other people and they just left the conversation 
to go and talk to their friends from Mexico or somewhere just because they didn't want to talk to the people they were just surrounded by. So they preferred talking to other people and then in the end they didn't really build relationships with other ones because if you're not really participating in the conversation and you just left a conversation just to talk to other people because you prefer them, for me that was kind of weird to look at. And also I had a friend at the time, for example, we were um, talking about something and she suddenly just stood up and took her phone and called her friends. And I was sitting there remembering, um, hey, I thought we were friends, why are you like acting like this? Because I was really disappointed in that situation. And also she in the end left the university because she didn't really felt that comfortable here. But also if you're not trying to make friends, of course then it's not going to happen and you can't really complain oh I don't have friends if you are the one leaving an easy conversation just at university just because you want to talk to your friend. I get it that as an exchange student for example you tend to gravitate towards people that are from the same cultural background because at least then you feel some sort of belonging and feeling of being at home but at the same time You should really try to talk to the people that are here. We can help you to understand the culture. We can help you if you if you have any problems with, for example, insurance, if you don't know what certain letters mean. For example, we have some exchange students right now in our master's class. So they come up to us and say, hey, I got this letter, it is in German. Can you please translate for me? I don't know what it means. And then most of the time we can just say, hey, this is not a big deal, it's just telling you this and that, and you don't have to worry about anything. So, after this nice topic, I want to ask you something. So, in the beginning you said that the Karlsruhe isn't a tribe. So what do you think should be changed so the Karlsruhe has the potential to become a tribe? We have some people people representing the Karls and the Karls spirit, but what the Karls really needs is like this one leader which is telling everyone about it and really enforcing this kind of culture that we that we have established here during the last years. specific in mind for that for me for example we had a president which was Michael Zer and he's back now which I thought was really cool and he was really the one person which I met for example when I came here to take a look at the university and wanted to know if I really want to study here and he was the person that came up to me and said hey what are you looking for in a university and he actually gave me this sort of feeling of belonging and this Carl spirit and he told me all about the university and I think he's a great ambassador but also a good leader to show people hey this is how it's done here at Carl's. In that case I remember our last day at the bachelor's program when he was actually coming up to us and he asked us um, how we're doing and that he was so sad that we are leaving and we were like well we want to do our masters here he was so excited about that he's like yay cult spirit so 
So he's a really good one for that position, I think. What do you think? Do you have someone in mind? I would also say Professor Zer, because I think he's a really nice guy and he could totally manage it because he's that empathetic and kind and I could totally see him in that position. So except for him, I don't really have someone in mind. There's like some people who do have cult spirit and try to show it to other people. For example, we have David, we have Tom downstairs. And they're both doing an amazing job. But I think our president would be the best one to actually do this position and show more of the cult spirit. He's also strengthening like the position of the cars. Mm -hmm. So he made it what it was. And I think during the time when he was not here as president, he, he still was around, he just wasn't president. He still managed for me to spread this car spirit just as in another role. Yeah, so I think it doesn't matter what kind of role he's in, if he's the president, if he's just a professor, if he's just someone in, in the background, he, he still manages to bring across this feeling of belonging, this feeling of family, this feeling of this is your university and we're here for you and this is what Carl's really is about. He's always so positive and he really makes you feel valued and when he's talking to you he knows you, he knows exactly who you are and it's just nice to talk to him and he's just so really nice and warm, if you can say that. And yeah, I think that even if he wasn't, when he wasn't president, it was still amazing to have him around and spread that kind of positivity. When so. we had any issues, we could always come up to him, yeah. even when he was not president. So having him back as president now, maybe is the chance to really have him as a leader for this cult the, spirit and this culture that we have here. That would be amazing with him, yes. Thank you, Yasmin, for this amazing discussion. And thanks to all listeners. And hopefully you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye.